This is Unleashing Leadership, and it is quote day. And today, our quote is about leading by example. It's an unknown source. I think I found it on Instagram. But here we go. Great leaders work among their people, not above them. In the Team of Team series, we did an entire episode on corner offices, where we discussed the huge benefits of reducing a leader's isolation from the team everything that you learn when you get out there in the pit with them and experience the day-to-day with them. Today, we're going to build on that discussion. And I've heard people reference those in power as out of touch with what the person, like the common person is experiencing. And so we say this because whether it's politics or business or even in family, they don't know what I'm going through. They haven't gone through this or they haven't gone through this in a long time or the longer They've been at the top, the less they understand what people at the bottom are going through. And we say that just about everybody, right? Anybody at the top, we're like, they don't understand what it's like to be down here. And the the whole term power is subjective. This is because anyone who has a position of power or knowledge above another, whether it's real or perceived... Because a lot of times we make this up in our head. But that person has power. That could be two entry-level positions. One gets a key and one doesn't. One has power over the other. Or one is perceived to have power. Why are you special? Why do you have a key and I don't? And any amount of power can be corrupting because it creates status. They must have a better status than I do. I'm literally the lowliest because I don't have the key. Learning how to manage status is a skill. It is not something that we're born with. It doesn't matter what color our monsters are. We have to learn how to properly manage status. In my experience, a supermajority of all leaders, and I'm talking like 99% of leaders probably, something like that, no matter how high they climb, whether they're at the bottom or the top, they are going to fail at this at least in the beginning. And it's not about if you fail on this as a leader. That doesn't make you bad because you're expected to fail. It's part of the rite of passage. It's what you do after you fail that makes you a good or bad leader. It's how you learn from it and move on that makes you a good leader. Back to the ideal team player framework. Even the humble, hungry, and smart leaders even those that are strong in that framework, they are going to fail. However, they do tend to learn a little bit quicker from the mistakes and the mistakes of others around them. So there there is value to having a strong framework here. What we need to learn and the mindset that we can benefit from adapting is that we get respect from our team by showing them how hard we work, how prepared we are. No matter how far we climb, we still approach our work at an even higher standard than we require of others. They, But they need to see it. You can't see it hiding in your pillbox office. You can't see it by isolating yourself from the peons below you. They see it because you're out there amongst them. You're working with them. They need to see that, and our A players especially, they need us to see them doing that. They need us to realize what they're doing. Because they're doing 
it for us. The A players on your team, whether they consciously know it or not, they are performing at that high level, and that's for us as the leaders. We get to reap the benefits of our A players kicking ass. They need to know that we see them and what they're doing. This is what inspires the top people to walk through fire. To drag others along with them. To become mentors and leaders within the organization. To want to stay when things get hard. To want to stay when somebody offers them more money. This is what gives them confidence that they are capable. They look up to their leaders and they say, these guys are capable and this is what they do to be capable. I can mimic that. I can emulate that. I'm going to do that. And if I do that, I will be capable too. And you see them do it and you say, yes, you are capable because you are doing the things that are required to make you capable. And then they can handle just about any challenge and any roadblock. And the difference between organizations where everybody's walking around crying all the time and there's victims everywhere. This is the difference. Any leader can only go so far as their team is capable. And one of the best ways to increase your team's capabilities, be the example of what an ideal contributor looks like.